and time as we usually have right now. Time for uh, R.W. Estella, who comes in live on the telephone to join us. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Renaissance poet Thomas Carew tells us, He that loves a rosy cheek or a coral lip admires, or from star-like eyes doth seek fuel to maintain his fires. Saturday morning I received the kind of call I always appreciate, although especially so this time of year during the closing days of summer when I tend to check on the size of my woodpile. A friend had called to ask whether I'd be interested in some good-sized pine and assorted dead-standing hardwood, all of which had to be either felled and trucked off or otherwise worked up. I told him to go ahead and tell the folks whose property the trees were on that I'd come over sometime next week to start the work. An hour or so later on Saturday, I would fly a grandfather, his grandson and great-granddaughter, over some property the grandfather had bought on Taunton Bay near Franklin. As we were on our way back to the airport, he asked me whether I'd heard much about an impending firewood shortage this year. I managed to keep myself from reacting too incredulously by calmly sweeping one hand across the horizon in front of us and asked him how many cords of wood he thought were out there. Coming to Maine fresh from Colorado 31 years ago, I was immediately struck by the ready abundance of wood everywhere, and I was glad of it since my meager stipend for teaching part-time at the university was going to make for a tight budget, and I could use all the help from Mother Nature I could get to keep my wife, my daughter, my soon-to-be-born son, and myself warm in the forthcoming winter. Nearly every day during the last month of summer, I would bring something home in the truck to add to the burgeoning woodpile. Before too long, I was feeling better and better about maintaining a cozy hearth, then a few weeks into school, a few days before my son was born, my office mate introduced me to one of his students, who just happened to be a local boy and had numerous contacts with Bangor area friends and family who wanted wood removed from around their residences. It was a match made in heaven. The student's name was Jeff, who would soon become a good friend, the good friend who had the contacts. I became the good friend who had the pickup truck and the chainsaw. That fall and winter, Jeff and I worked up about 50 cords of wood. We each kept 10 to heat with, and the other 30 we sold for cash to various customers. I've been lucky. From the time I've arrived in Maine, I've not paid for a stick of firewood, and I hope to keep things that way. After all, with a readily available resource such as wood in Maine, shouldn't we make use of it? From Orono, Maine, have a great day.